Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Are you ready? Hardwick. Dominate every player, needs it. And Richard. Standing tall and proud again. Must be nice. It's time to go, let's go. I'm always down for something new. I know you're going to dig this. Now, here's Nick and Judson. Well, good morning, San Diego. Hour number two, Hardwick and Richards on July 3rd, live and local. Happy to be with you. We'll dive into the one big question in a moment. Again, extra 1360, live and local throughout the entire day. I look forward to spending this holiday with you. Hope you have some fun plans today and perhaps you're heading into work. Perhaps life is exactly the same. If so, good. We're doing it with you. But if you are off on a holiday, uh, have a fun and safe July 3rd and 4th celebrating our country. Coming up at 7.30, Tom Krasovic of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Kras has been covering baseball for a long, long time. He was at Petco Park Friday night. We'll get his reaction about what unfolded, how Andy Green is handling things. Also had the article uh, with our first comments from Fred Mass, stadium-related. And so we will speak to Tom Krasovic at 7.30. Also coming up, looking forward at 8.15, Dan Wyke of the Los Angeles Times will join us. Jason Whitlock said on the station on Friday that the Clippers have been run into the ground because of bad journalism. Well, Dan Wyke was a longtime Clipper beat writer. We'll get his reaction to those comments as well. One big question. Well, the Padres over the last couple of weeks, it hasn't been their record that's given us plenty to talk about. It's been other things that have unfolded, and that is one of the beautiful parts about baseball, right? It's a chess match at times, and also it can be boys being boys, and that's a little bit of what went down Friday night. Our one big question is this. 570-1360, has your confidence in Andy Green changed over the last couple of weeks? Positively or negatively. Now, we, we just had a, a, a call uh, to the station, someone that did not want to come on air, but uh, they uh, they made the case that I am creating a narrative to have Andy Green fired, which uh, I wish the power of this voice coming through this microphone had that sort of power. Perhaps it does. Perhaps it does. But that's why this one big question is worded the way that it is. Because the way that I see it may be differently than the way that you see it. Has your confidence in Andy Green changed over the last few weeks, positively or negatively? This is your opportunity. If you don't like the narrative that I have, your opportunity to weigh in. That's why you have the one big question at Twitter as well. At Judson1360, station account at Extra1360. And uh, you can tweet the show as well, 70470. You know, we hear this a lot. And as we're watching... ESPN change. We're watching Fox Sports change. We even watched how FoxSports.com have changed their website to virtually be all video. Now, it isn't just video of highlights. It's video of what? It's video of opinion. It's video of, as a popular term used to discuss sports talk radio, it's video of, quote-unquote, hot takes. And I, I do feel like, unfairly, 
you know, because hot take is linked in with an over-the-top take, an absurd take, a contrarian take just to be different. But in this day and age, I think we have to be careful to confuse hot take with simply an opinion. And so the opinion that I had Friday night on what unfolded for the Padres is just that. And in fact, an opinion that I've had about what unfolded to me is closer to just being factual than an opinion. And I find, I'm telling you, over the last two weeks, and it may be three weeks, so going back to the Cubs series and the Dodgers series, and I don't think it should be overlooked that it's two of the top teams in baseball. Cubs coming off of the World Series as a World Series champs, and the Dodgers in the NLCS last year, and also maybe the best team in baseball. That should not be lost on us, that these are really good teams that do not play around when it comes to these types of things. But I find the confluence events over the last two or three weeks hard to argue, and they have been met by the Padres with zero consequence. Let's begin with Friday night. Friday night, and I've dubbed this the ultimate Foff treatment, feet on furniture. Friday night, inning one, game one at Petco Park, which it didn't sound like it at times, is the home of the San Diego Padres. Because Los Angeles fans, they were out in droves and you could hear it. And guess what? They had plenty to cheer about, including two grand slams in the first two games and a grand slam in the top of the first inning. All right, so the Dodgers show up, top of the first. They're comfortable enough in the batter's box to put together four runs against Clayton Richard. They are then comfortable enough in the bottom of the first inning with one or two outs for Alex Wood. I know Alex Wood is having a nice season. Alex Wood is having a great season. He's not Kerry Wood. Alex Wood is standing atop the mound screaming at Jose Perella for stealing signs. He'd been there for about two pitches. But it's not even about if he's stealing signs or not. It's the comfort in which Alex Wood has the goal to stand atop the mound and scream at one of your players at your place in the first inning. Okay? That's feet on furniture. That's being invited into someone's home, leaving your shoes on and going right to the refrigerator. So then between innings, and I felt like it was unfair for umpires to issue warnings immediately because Perella's standing on second base not knowing what's happened, and then all of a sudden they're taking away the inside part of the plate by issuing warnings. That's what happens. It affects pitchers when you issue warnings. So the Padres are getting jobbed by the umpires as well. Feet on furniture, again. But then Dave Roberts comes over, they have the discussion, and Andy Green admittedly popped off. That's what he did. That's what Andy Green did to set off Dave Roberts. Now, Andy Green described it a little bit differently than popped off. Uh, He said this. I said it probably dripping with a little bit of sarcasm. All right, well, at least he admitted he was dripping with some sarcasm. But that's popping off. But Dave Roberts, a former Padre, a former bench coach of a couple years ago, goes after Andy Green. Andy Green backing away. Dave Roberts goes after him. I think there's probably an analogy you can find with a lot of those, of Andy Green backing away, Dave Roberts continuing to charge. This all unfolded in the first inning of the first game of a series at your place. That, to me, 
is feet on the furniture. Let's hear from Andy Green. By the way, 570-1360. Our one big question. Has your confidence in Andy Green changed over the last number of weeks, positively or negatively? Here's what Andy Green said about what unfolded. I think the, the number one thing I took issue with was the threat on the mound from their pitcher to our player that he's going to drill him uh, with some expletives mixed in, like colorfully telling a guy you're going to hit a guy on the mound on the field. It's unacceptable. And, like, I don't think there's anyone in our club that's going to tolerate that or just yield to that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I understand what the umpiring crew was trying to do by issuing warnings. But to me, if you're, if you're making threats to hit a guy on the baseball field, that's an ejection right there. And uh, they didn't choose to handle it that way. They chose to handle it with warnings. And when they brought us together to talk about it, I made sure that they understood. I took issue with the fact that, like, they were simply letting him off with a warning when he's threatening to hit my guy for something he wasn't even, in fact, doing, which... Well, if it is true that if a pitcher threatens to throw at someone on the field and they should be ejected and that's why Andy Green was so upset, then again, that's the umpire crew telling you, we don't really care that you're the Padres. Just like Joe Torre telling the Padres, we don't really care about Austin Hedges. Although Anthony Rizzo did something illegal, we don't really care. Again, the confluence of events over the last few weeks, to me, has led to zero consequences that the Padres have put on their opposition. 570-1360, Andrew on the Twitter, in our one big question today, has your confidence changed in Andy Green, positively or negatively? Andy says, my confidence has changed negatively. Take care of your players. Kind of how players respond to Spanos after being released. I don't necessarily know if I see that connection, but taking care of your players, I think that that's what a lot of people thought Dave Roberts did. I know that he was celebrated in Los Angeles for what he did. I know Kenley Jansen sent him a bottle of wine, I think, to enjoy his off night after being suspended for a game. Here's Dave Roberts. Uh, it, it was just a situation where, um, you know, there was uh, an exchange with Woody and the, the runner on second base, um, Perella. And so I think that Woody, you know, felt that they were, given location and and uh, so they had words and at that point in time the the Greg Gibson and the umpire and crew did a great job of just kind of keeping it in control and and in between innings letting both managers know uh that each team was going to issue they were going to issue a warning for each team just to kind of make sure that nothing gets out of hand and so okay round 2 name something that's not boring a laundry Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, at that point in time... I was going to take care of Woody and let him know and, you know, expect Andy to do the same for his guys. And so there were some things that <clears throat> Andy directed at, at our player, you know, at, at some point, you know, I, I took exception. And so uh, I thought it was excessive. And so I got emotional. All right. So I think well, I, I would love to know exactly what was said, but me too. we can guess that Andy Green said something about Alex Wood or the way that Dave Roberts is managing Alex Wood, which seems to me may have been close to what may have happened. I said it probably dripping with a little bit of sarcasm. You say dripping with a little bit of sarcasm, and guess what, Andy? Someone's going to go after you. Even mild-mannered 
Dave Roberts is going to want to get a piece of you. But he, let's continue on with some of the Andy Green comments because you know, Andy Green, we know he's great behind a microphone. He, 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 he is. And Andy Green made the comments as the Padres are not going to take it. They're going to stand up for themselves. Just that he had threatened to hit Jose Perella. And since he had made that threat, they felt it right to issue warnings. I said, if he's out there on the mound threatening to drill somebody, he should be ejected. And, I, I mean, like these things aren't forgotten. And you learn from moments like these. You learn from moments we've been through. And you don't forget moments like this. You don't forget when a guy gets to stand on the mound and make veiled threats. Not even veiled threats, just outright threats to hit one of your players. And you're just supposed to bow a knee to it. Like, no, nah, we're done with that. That's not happening. I don't really know how they made the stance that this isn't happening necessarily. Like those words are strong from Andy Green, but to me those didn't relate to a consequence that the Dodgers paid for walking into Petco Park and putting their feet on their furniture. Now this is also where the lines seem to really blur in this conversation because those that thought that Andy Green handled it properly – They have a reaction to those, and probably similar to what I'm sounding like, those that are trying to find some sort of consequence that were rooting for bloodshed, that were rooting for some sort of barbaric reaction. But what I'm looking for is for the Padres to say that this isn't acceptable. And I don't know if simply dripping with sarcasm, a comment that you make popping off that sets Dave Roberts off, I don't know if that's stopping necessarily what happened. Again, they come in, hit a grand slam, and scream at you all in the first inning. And you're sarcastic about it. Sarcasm, to me, doesn't necessarily right the ship. Now, Clayton Richards' comments were really, really interesting after the game. I mean, really interesting. These courtesy of the Padres Radio Network. Here's Clayton Richard after what unfolded Friday night. It's, it's nice to be in this fraternity of baseball players. There's so many legitimately tough people that are involved because it's such a grind physically and mentally to go through a season. Um, unfortunately, there's a few guys that act fake tough when they're given the opportunity. Um, I feel like that happened today. It's, it's kind of unfortunate. All right, so Clayton Richards said some guys feel the need to be fake tough. Did Alex Wood look fake tough a little bit? Yeah, he did. He, he did to me. But when you're fake tough and you're willing to look tough, that only tells me one thing, that you're not worried about repercussion, that you are not worried about what's going to unfold. The unwritten rules of baseball, which I find fascinating, and it's one of the things I love most about the game, and I feel as if Andy Green is trying to rewrite them, and Andy Green is going to manage the way that he wants to, but it's not the game of baseball that I want to watch played. Alex Wood does not do that. Alex Wood does not make those comments if he fears retaliation from the Padres. You know why? Because someone in that Dodgers lineup is going to get drilled because of what unfolded. And then Alex Wood has to answer to, whether it's Cody Bellinger, maybe it's Yasiel Puig, whoever ends up getting drilled has a problem, not with the Padres, with Alex Wood for starting it. That's where the issue goes. Alex Wood does not act fake tough, as Clayton Richards said, if he did not believe he could get away with it. Why? Because of the repercussions that are supposed to unfold in the game of baseball. Clubhouses, a lot of times, have problems with their own players 
because they end up getting hit because of it. The the best example recently, and it's a tough one to use because he's passed away, Jordano Ventura. Jordano Ventura of the Kansas City Royals, he used to throw at so many people that he was not liked in his own clubhouse because he would end up getting guys hit. Alex Wood, screaming at someone at second base, he as a fake tough guy, as Clayton Richard just called him, should have more of an issue of doing that because of concern of guys on his own team. But guess what? Alex Wood could care less. Alex Wood can act fake tough because the Padres have the reputation that they can be bullied. You know what I see from this whole thing in Alex Wood is I don't see that he thinks he he's not worried about the repercussions. What I see is that he thinks he's so good this year that, like you said earlier, that they knew the location of his pitches and his ego took over and he thought they cannot do to do this to me on the baseball field. I am not going to allow this. I mean, it's the first inning. Don't you just go in between the inning and say to your manager, hey, can you watch them to see if they're doing anything? No. Instead, he just turns around, starts yelling at the guy, causes a scene, and then gets Andy Green and Dave Roberts into a fight between the innings. Alex Wood acted the way that he acted because he was playing the Padres. And so it can he can think that his stuff is so good that they should be chasing at pitches, and that's why they think it was tipped. But I still say that he does not pop off and act the way that he acted if he didn't think he couldn't get away with it. Clayton Richard called him fake tough. Fake tough guys, you know who they don't pop off or go at? Real tough guys. Alex Wood thought he could get away with it because it was the Padres, and somewhat he did. More from Clayton Richard. Listen carefully. And we have a really good group of individuals that will back each other up and are going to fight. And we're not going to take lightly to someone saying they're, they're going to throw at one of our guys. And uh, like I said, to me, that, that's kind of fake tough to, to threaten to throw at somebody. So Clayton Richard said, we, we've, got a, we've got a bunch of guys on here uh, in this clubhouse that will back each other up. And by the way, I wholeheartedly believe that. I think that this team has been reined in, just like we know that Andy Green asked for Jolice seen word that he would not throw at Anthony Rizzo or throw at any Cubs. I think that they have been reined in. And the question is, how does that affect the clubhouse? I do not have an answer of the way that Andy Green has been managing these types of scenarios, of the way that it affects a clubhouse. But for Clayton Richard to say out loud, we have a group of guys that will get each other's back, I feel like the only reason why he's saying that is because he wants it to be known publicly because the Padres are worried about how they're being perceived. That is something. You know, Scraby, you just mentioned the ego of Alex Wood. Well, guess what? The Padres, they they may not be a great team. That's a team full of big leaguers. And they've got egos as well. And for Andy Green to rein in egos and for them to not play the game the way that we're used to seeing it, I'm curious about the repercussions. Now, I know it's had a repercussion on you, the fan base. We'll talk to Tom Krasovic about it in 10 minutes. Uh, T-Dog says, Andy Green just showed how soft our Padres are. If your boss won't fight for you, who will? Kevin says on Twitter, Andy Green, more like yellow, has lost my respect when he played the game and knows you push me, we push you back, and hasn't done anything. 5701360. Some of the tweets that came down Friday night, I tweeted, make no mistake about it, the Padres have the reputation that they can be bullied. I'm not saying that they are or are being bullied or being punked, but the reputation to me showed in the first inning against that Dodgers game. 
And some of the some of the replies. Um, William says, better yet, they're soft. Andy Green has to quit. Steve says, that's the problem going back to last year in Atlanta. Woodrow says, when you're not a very good team, it's lose-lose, in my opinion. You're going to be painted as Bush League for retaliating or weak for not acting. Miguel says, yep, and the reputation keeps growing. Robert should be suspended, which he was. Frank says, exactly. It's so annoying. When are we going to stop being pushovers? Tim says, the Madres. So, again, <laughs> the Madres. Yeah, the, the the frustration going on, and it all stemmed from. Uh, it, it was just a situation where. Oh, that was Dave Roberts. I like this one. I said it probably dripping with a little bit of sarcasm. Dripping with a little bit of sarcasm. More from Andy Green. Why was Dave Roberts so upset? I think probably the last comment I made, and, and I think that's, uh, you know, simply put, like I, I voiced how I felt about like what their player had done and what we had done at that point in time. And, and I, I said it probably dripping with a little bit of sarcasm. You know, Andy Green, I, I, I get the sense in looking at his Wikipedia page, uh, he was valedictorian, I believe it was of, of his high school. It was magna cum laude. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Andy Green is a very, very smart man. But I fear that he's outthinking over attempting to outplay his opponent. And in the game of baseball, you don't necessarily always have a room full of uh, rocket scientists in baseball players. Outplaying is greater than outthinking in the game of baseball. No, I know they don't have a great roster. And I know that at times you need to be creative, although I don't necessarily see a ton of creativity that's coming out of the lineup and the way that you draw things up. But listening to Andy Green, listening in his press conferences, and I don't know how many meetings he has with his team, but I fear that he is outthinking the room instead of playing the game of baseball. And I think that could have effect on a locker room, especially if you will not set them loose. I think you got to let boys be boys a little bit in this situation. But make no mistake about it, the Foff treatment, Padres are getting it from everywhere. Feet on the furniture from players, Alex Wood, Anthony Rizzo. Feet on the furniture from managers, Joe Madden, Dave Roberts. And feet on the furniture from umpires, no ejection for Alex Wood. Feet on the furniture from Major League Baseball, no ejection from Joe Torre. Anthony Rizzo, yes, you did wrong, Anthony. Guess what? You get to play the next day. Everyone is making themselves very comfortable when it comes to Padres baseball. Tom Krasvick of the San Diego Union Tribune. He was there Friday night. What does he make of the managerial style of Andy Green? We'll ask him coming up next. 
July 3rd, everybody. Hardwick and Richards with you on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. The show about 225 pounds lighter. Nick on vacation. However, live and local on Extra 1360 the entire day. The Mark and Rich show. And I'm lucky enough to sit in with Steve Hartman coming up at 3 o'clock. Haven't spent a lot of time with Steve. Look forward to doing a show uh, with him. Tom Krasvig of the San Diego Union Tribune. He's been busy as of late. Had a great article uh, with our first comments from Fred Mass. If you remember Fred Mass. Special counsel, whatever the hell his title was for the Chargers, uh, was very, very interesting read. We'll talk about that in a moment. But I would like to talk some baseball with Tom first. Tom, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Justin. My pleasure. All right, so Friday night, I know you were there. I saw you. And uh, press box, it was a fun first inning before we knew it, before we even settled into our seats, and you had that extra hot dog probably that you had there how surprised were you to see Dave Roberts go after Andy Green the way that he did? I was surprised, but the more I thought about it, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised initially, Justin, because I go pretty far back with Dave, and that's as angry as I've seen him. I wasn't surprised the more I thought about it and learned about it because of who he is. He's a pretty feisty guy. Don't mistake kindness for weakness is something he told me yesterday. So a little bit of both. Don't mistake kindness for weakness. I I like that. Andy Green has had a very, very interesting two to three weeks in his uh, year two of of being a big league manager. What unfolded with the Chicago Cubs, uh, now with Dave Roberts. Even if you looked at the the Braves, you know, checking to see if Denilson Lamette was cheating, what have you made of what we've learned about Andy Green over the last few weeks? Andy Green does his job well. He has many very good traits. I thought he came up short opposite Dave Roberts and the Dodgers. His actions were less than desirable. Doesn't mean Andy isn't a good manager or a good person. He has a lot going for him, but this particular episode, Friday, he came up short. What do you mean by came up short, Tom? I think if you say something derogatory in front of the manager of another team as you're walking away. You shouldn't be surprised if he's going to call you on it, and Dave Roberts called him on it, okay? And you're the leader of the San Diego Padres. At that point, when you've been knocked backwards, literally, I wish you were hardwired to respond in kind. I'm not saying fisticuffs. I'm saying... There should, ideally, there's a tripwire there that has been tripped, and you're hardwired to respond fire with fire. He did not do so. Tom Krasnick of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Tom, I, I did feel like there was a little bit of an analogy there of what people are beginning to think of Andy Green as Dave Roberts is going towards him and Andy Green is backing up. Have we learned that Andy Green does not necessarily believe in retaliation In a game? I don't necessarily believe that. And we're talking about a tough, mentally tough human being in Andy Green. I think he's a 25th round draft pick. The fact he has this job says a lot about him. The fact that he made it to the big leagues as a player says a lot about him. I just think as a leader, which is a different role, and understand Dave Roberts was a high school quarterback, I think some of these things come naturally to Dave. I think Dave's a very special person with an enormous amount of ability as a manager. 
I don't, I don't, I didn't see it from Andy what I wanted to see in this instance. Has Andy Green lost some backing from Padres fans over the last few weeks? Don't know. Can't speak for them. I do get some feedback that didn't appreciate some of this, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far because I just don't know enough to speak for those folks. When will we have an idea of how Padres players feel about the way Andy Green manages these kinds of situations? I thought Clayton Richard comments were interesting, uh, not only calling uh, Alex Wood fake tough, which I think fake tough, fake tough guys only pop off when they think they can get away with it. And Clayton Richard also did say, we have a group of guys that will fight for each other, which he made sure to say publicly. Do you think that the, the team is following Andy Green in the course that he wants? Both these guys, Jetson, are just trying to get through day after day in the big leagues. I know this sounds awful to say, but the Padres are almost secondary for these guys, as is winning. I've, I've covered too much baseball to say otherwise, particularly in this town and in these kind of situations. These guys are just trying to get through, hold on to their jobs, a lot of them. A lot of them are 4A type players with the Padres. They understand the situation. Sure, they want to win. Everyone wants to win. But it's from top down, the message is they're rebuilding. From top down, the message is basically it won't be 2000 till 2019 or 20s that we're really all in to try to win. Tom Krasovic of the San Diego Union Tribune. Follow Tom on Twitter at SDUT Krasovic. Tom, I did want to ask you about the article that you wrote where uh, we've reached out to Fred Mass numerous times, as you can imagine, and he said to us he's been in the witness relocation program, he jokes. You were able to get him out uh, for uh, to, to, to get some good quotes. What was your biggest takeaway from your conversation with, with Fred Mass? Fred Mass is connecting dots here. He is saying basically strongly implying, Justin, that Mayor Kevin Faulkner, the mayoral machine around him, the people who support him, powerful people, basically were not willing to play ball on Mission Valley as a site for a new Charger stadium, despite all the public rhetoric that that was the place to be, despite the mayor's task force recommending Mission Valley. Fred Moss is saying we made it sincere, and we think I'm attributing this to Fred and the Chargers. What they thought was an actionable proposal that had some things to work with and politically provided cover for these folks to pursue a deal and says they weren't interested and they rejected it out of hand, and he professes to be shocked at how quick they rejected it. Now he's implying, as is Mark Fambiani, that as we've learned about their relationship and actions relating to the FS soccer folks, he's strongly implying that that was a factor in rejecting this. Tom, we've got about 30 seconds. Do you find Fred to be the most believable or the most trustworthy when trying to get to the bottom of what unfolded uh, in the final two years of this saga? He has some political capital the other people don't have because he had a relationship with Faulkner. They got things done. That's why he was brought in. He no longer works for the team. I think he's fairly credible. 
is he a guy who still uh, likes Team Spanos and feels loyalty to him? Yes. So, and he's not without detractors separate from this. But I do find him to be fairly credible, yes. Tom, you going to light off some fireworks over the next 48 hours? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> it, I'll enjoy them, though. I, I love the fireworks on the 4th of July. Tom, always enjoy your work. Great stuff the last few days as well. Thanks so much for your time this morning. No worries. Have a good one, Jetson. Okay, good stuff. Tom Krasovic, San Diego Union-Tribune. Uh, if if you're curious about hearing from Fred Mass, if you did not see that article, uh, check out uh, Tom's Twitter timeline. I'm sure it's there. It's an interesting read. And I, I, I agree with Tom. I, I do think that Andy Green in that exchange, although it was Dave Roberts that looked like the nut job, I think Dave, as far as how he's perceived in his clubhouse from what unfolded, that was a very, very good thing for Dave Roberts. Not necessarily a great look for Andy Green. Coming up next, that's ridiculous. We've got some interesting stuff, including the epic rant from Teddy Atlas from that Manny Pacquiao fight Saturday night. You do not want to miss this. Coming up next. Hardwick Richards with you on a Monday on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Good stuff from Tom Krasovic. Really enjoyed that. I thought he laid out some great points, and it was a, it was an interesting read uh, regarding what Fred Mass had to say as well. So enjoyed that. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, did you hear what Jason Whitlock said on Extra 1360 in for Colin Coward on Friday? We'll revisit a bit of that audio. He virtually made the point that bad journalism has ruined the Clippers. At least the team that the Clippers had that looked like they were thriving, the ones that looked like they had a chance to perhaps get to the Western Conference Finals a couple years ago, he blamed journalism. Dan Wykey, the longtime Clippers beat writer, who's now on the beat for the Chargers, will get Dan Wykey's reaction to that coming up at 8.15. At 8 o'clock, we will continue. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the conversation of the other side. Because I think in San Diego, Bud Black was a mild-mannered manager. Andy Green looks to be very similar to Bud Black style. I'm going to give you an example of if you're looking for the likes to fight manager, that doesn't necessarily work either. I think the Mike Singletary approach is always a great example for just give me a guy that will run through a brick wall or that you run through a brick wall through. But there's another manager who's failed recently that I think is someone that we want Andy Green to be that it does not mean it's going to equate to success. But time now for That's Ridiculous. It's time for Hardwick and Richards to call out all those people who do something so crazy. I would never wear a big baller shirt. So out of line. Oh, my. So embarrassing. I got no problem recommending musicals. All you can say is, that's ridiculous. All right, Scrappy, I'm going to go first, and that's ridiculous. I don't know if you saw this. Did you happen to see one down, what went down at the Oakland A's-Atlanta Braves game no, on Sunday? I have not. One man, one human being, came away with three foul balls. What? Three foul balls in one game, and this dude was loving it. By the time he got to the third, so he he he, he caught the third one. And then he ran to the other two and held up all three as the entire Oakland Alameda Coliseum celebrated him. Of as they should have celebrated him. Three That's amazing. Three foul balls in Are one you game. Not entertained? Are you not entertained? 
God, I was. I could tell you that. He was. It's a great place to be. It's di- somewhat directly behind home plate at the, um, um, I would say, probably medium level. But here's what you do. You get a seat in the first row where you're where you're closest to the walkway. So you have the ability to run. <laughs> this is what he did. You have the ability to roam. You are not oh, trapped. You Left are not right. trapped middle row. Yeah, you have. Okay. Because a couple of them bounced his way. And a couple of them, you had a time to run to and get <laughs> underneath and literally call. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so you need mobility when it comes to home runs. Batting practice, you want to be left center field with mobility for home runs. Game time, you want to be behind the backstop, middle level high, just so you know it, it's going to not fly way over the netting, but just kind of scrape the netting, and then you need mobility. Three is amazing. I've been to a lot of baseball games, and one of the things that I'm very angry about is I've never caught a fly ball or foul ball. I've never caught one and never even been close. And I've been to a lot of baseball games. See, that's why this is its a bit ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Nobody likes an overachiever. No, no. Share them with the kids in the the audience. Another ridiculous this weekend, and you and I admittedly did not know it was going on until I saw on Twitter, and then I got into it. The Manny Pacquiao Jeff Horn fight. I'm sorry, what? Exactly on ESPN. By the way, I think we heard Pacquiao and assumed it was going to be pay per view. Yeah, this was a free fight, and everyone was celebrating. This is so amazing for boxing because it went 12 rounds was a really, really great exchange for a majority of the rounds. So great for boxing, so great for boxing. And then, wah, 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 Jeff Horn comes away the winner. Manny Pacquiao robbed yet again. But how about this for a conspiracy theory? You make Jeff Horn the winner. And the rematch, far more entertaining, far more coverage. And many people will be much more likely to watch it. Not that it's going to be a better fight, but the news that this fight got by Jeff Horn being announced the winner and screwing Manny Pacquiao gave it double the coverage. Doesn't Manny Pacquiao, isn't he like a politician in the Philippines? Does it, Where does he find all this time to train? I don't think he's that much of a politician. He just is a face. Well, he made those comments. Remember oh, his comments yeah. a couple years ago? It got him in big trouble with the, Philipp- with the people of the Philippines. Right. But I believe, no, no, people in America. I think he's untouchable. Oh. The Philippines lost yeah, his yeah, Nike yeah. sponsor. Right. Yeah, no, he. Yeah, he's fine. I think he's a, he's a, he's a king over there. However, it led to one of the best rants we've seen in recent months. Teddy Atlas, longtime trainer, I think was you know uh, he was became well known because of attachment to Mike Tyson was in Mike Tyson's corner. Teddy Atlas was on the broadcast. His reaction after the results came down. Went viral immediately. They gave a trophy, a win, a huge win to Horn, the local kid, for trying hard. You're not supposed to get it for trying hard. You're supposed to get it for winning. And I thought Pacquiao won the fight. If you go by the real rules, the Marcus of Queensberry rules, who lands the cleaner punches? You know, I often ask myself, what are the rules of Marcus of Queensberry? As he just mentioned, yeah, there. right. I mean, that's you know that's what we have to ask ourselves. And give Teddy credit, give Teddy credit when he had a chance to interview Jeff Horn almost immediately after the fight. He didn't play nice with Jeff just because you know Jeff was the winner. You don't want to make him feel bad. It was a congratulations, great effort. I thought you lost, but great effort. 
I saw this guy was landing the punches. You were throwing a lot that were missing. But you showed great heart, the heart of a champion, no doubt about that, the character of a champion. But let me ask you, you fought an honest fight. So I'm going to take for granted you're an honest guy. And I'm going to ask you, do you feel after that ninth round, a very difficult round, after that round where it was almost stopped, I mean, you heard the words of the referee said, I'm going to stop this fight if you don't do something. And your own corner told you that. Did you really think that you were winning that fight? He virtually said, I need to hear you say out loud you did not actually win that fight. That's pretty much what he said. But the rant, the rant from Teddy Atlas, he channeled his inner Mick. He channeled his inner Mickey on that rant. I mean, listen to... Listen to where Teddy Atlas' voice goes here. They gave a trophy, a win, a huge win to Horn, the local kid, for trying hard. You're not supposed to get it for trying hard. You're supposed to get it for winning. And I thought Pacquiao won the fight. If you go by the real rules, the Marcus of Queensberry rules, who lands the cleaner punches? Good for you, Teddy. Good for you. That rant all began without everybody gets a trophy. Not everybody deserves a trophy. And this is going to make Pacquiao Horn a fight that I had no idea ever existed. <laughs> right? Exactly. Did you know there was a Jeff Horn on this planet that boxed? I remember Keith Van Horn, but I don't remember Jeff Horn. It's his cousin. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a lot of athleticism in that family. I guess so. Jeff Horn comes away the winner. The Australian wins in Australia with judges from the U.S. and I believe Argentina. And no one cares. I actually think it was a really good night for boxing. The scoring, yeah, I get it. But coverage is coverage. Are they not focusing on the biggest fight of all time, Mayweather, uh, Conor McGregor coming up soon? Come on. Why are they doing free outdoor fights on ESPN in the middle of the day when no one knows it's on? I'm watching Horn Pacquiao, too. (laughs) This set the scene for you? This is what you need? Yeah. This is what you need to put yourself over the edge. I'm just looking for Keith Van Horn sitting ringside (laughs) the entire time now. Six foot ten of them. All right, coming up next, why you don't necessarily want a manager that's always willing to fight. I've got an example of a guy, and he's a Hall of Famer. We'll tell you who. Coming up next. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.